Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily. Hello. Happy two-year anniversary. Matt, happy two-year anniversary. We made it. We this did it. Episode 104. I can't believe it. Also, um, yesterday I said to make our voices sound more similar, I was going to start talking like Elizabeth Holmes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and I'm bringing up that in the podcast because maybe I should start talking like her on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I sound more uh, like a robot. That was. <laughs> I have to. I have to go deep. Was that a me impression? <laughs> no, that was a robot impression. <laughs> Ho- hello. Hey, can you tell us apart now anymore? <laughs> hello, I'm Emily. I can't. Why can't I do it? I don't know. Uh, I'm impressions? Elizabeth Holmes, and I want millions of dollars from your company. Um, so yeah, Emily's decided at the two year mark, she's going to change her voice on the podcast. That was my transition to why I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for knowing my transition that I didn't say out loud. Yeah. Well, I want to make it clear for the listener. And you know what? If the listener, um, if this is their first episode, which welcome, I'm not here to shame anyone into, into two years being their first episode. seems like maybe an okay time to join in. I yeah. said, th- I said that at the 100th episode as well. Um, if this is somebody's first episode, Emily, would you kindly introduce them to what they're listening to? Matt, I never wanted anything more. Um, we are TBD. Matt and I are TBD. That is spelled T-E-A-B-D. And on that, as a part of this, we drink tea. I'm not going to tell you anything more about the tea right now, listener, but we have tea. We'll talk about tea later. I haven't drank it yet because it's drinking it, drinking it, drinking it. (laughs) Drunk, I haven't had it yet. Drunk any? I haven't drunk any because it's still too hot mm-hmm. for me. But we have tea. This entire time we're holding a teacup. Know that. But we also, there's a lot of stuff BD, TBD. Are these intros the getting sloppier? <laughs> I don't know. I'm having a great time. <laughs> um, and TBD stands for normally to be determined. Because we don't know what we're going to talk about yet. The topics of the day are to be determined. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a little bit too. Um, but yeah, this is a podcast about tea and friendship. Matt and I are friends, and we've been friends for over two years. <laughs> At least two years. Um, recorded in two years of recorded friendship. <laughs> uh, yeah. So TBD, T spelled out like the drink. BD like the initials. Are you just going to repeat everything I said? <laughs> T plus to be determined. That is the podcast. I just wanted to get it in a succinct way. <laughs> I don't know. I thought my intro was perfect. You know what? It was perfect. I just wanted to, you know, um, when they do uh, last time on things, yeah, previously you the on. synopsis. So even though this was all in the same episode, I felt like doing a previously on right in the middle of it. Is that okay? Yeah. Great. So, yeah, so, we've been doing this for two years. I, I feel like... Um, I feel like when we get to the topics, it'll we'll be celebrating the two year stuff more. I just had thought of a question. Mm-hmm. I have a question. What? How do you feel? You? What have you learned about yourself through the podcast over the last two years? Or what wow. has? What? How have you grown as a podcaster? How have I grown? Well, we take better photos um, for the episodes than we used to. Uh, higher quality with flash and wide angle lenses and whatnot. That's nice. That's how I've grown. I look nicer on film. That's not how you have grown. I think it is. Um, 
I I don't know. I assume I don't know if I've grown better in any real sense. I feel like I'm probably a better podcaster. <laughs> I haven't stopped saying um or using other filler words. Well, that's just part of language. It is. However, some people get over it better. I'm actually trying to get over that more. You know what word I say the most? Uh, other than things like um and like and mm-hmm. those those words that people often point out as, as filler words. I use the word just a lot. J-U-S-T. Thank you for spelling that. I want I want to everyone to be clear. I Whenever I send an email, I have to stop myself from saying just. Like, just wanted to check in or just wanted to ask about the or so it it seemed less like i'm taking up less space Mm -hmm. i've read articles about women using the word just in emails interesting maybe that is why i do it even though i'm a man (laughs) maybe the psychological reasons are the same but however i try to stop myself from typing it i probably still say it but oh i cut the word just out of so many sentences i i type Mm-hmm. And even I'll I'll write them into sketches. I'll write them into emails. I write them into text messages I'm sending people. It's incredible. And when I'm going over it, I'll see that I've written the word "just" three times in one sentence. Yeah. Just so you know, this just happened, and I was just wondering if it was okay, like <laughs> that kind of stuff. I, yeah. Listen, I'm allowed to send you an email. It doesn't have to be for one reason. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. So instead of just checking in, mm-hmm. say. Wanted to make sure. <laughs> Listen, I hate sending emails. Oh. I've discussed this on the podcast. I don't mind it as much. Although I am, just to touch base about something I said weeks ago, and how we sign off on emails, I've been really into the Dash Emily recently. It's really been working out well for me. A little hyphen? Yeah, for short for mm-hmm. short emails that don't need a best or sincerely or kind regards or I almost warm always, wishes. I almost always put thanks. But sometimes, the problem with thanks... Is that there's nothing to be thankful about. I know this and I've given up caring. I just, I, I, I'm faking being friendlier than I really am by saying thanks all the time. <laughs> it's just easier that way. Okay. Why were we talking about this? Uh, came apart is when I asked you how, how you've grown oh, how in you've the grown. last two years. I don't think I've really grown. Emily, how have you grown? <laughs> how have I grown? Um... How have I grown through the podcast? Um, I mean, we're better tea people. It's better tea snobs. Oh, yes. I'm big tea snob. Really just up my level of tea, which was already a problem. But do now you, it's a huge problem. Do you think we're topic snobs? No, I don't think so. Do you think we're friendship snobs? I've always been a friendship snob. No. Well, okay. I was wondering if tea was the only thing we became snobs about, but it was friendship and, but not topics. <laughs> um. Let's see. I definitely more of a tea snob. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, cool. Should we move on? No, nope. <laughs> I think we should stay here in this moment. I think we should move on. Okay. We can agree that we've not. Neither of us have grown at all. Um, I've grown, but I don't know if it's snubs. because of the podcast. I think I'm a better conversationalist. Yeah. But I don't I mean, know if that's because of the podcast. There are specific ways that we've become better podcasters, and maybe we are better. Yeah, who knows which direction it came from. <laughs> Trying to be better about forcing myself to talk in a conversation. Yeah, and we have to, we, you know, we have to keep the podcast interesting. So we're like, <laughs> not stuck talking to our guests because we like our guests. Yeah. And, and guests, any former guests listening, we're not stuck with you. But um, 
it does it, you know we want to keep from having dead air as as one might say yeah and the dreaded um uh um just um so like what do you think about this topic just wondering oh god where i'm actually getting triggered right now because like when i listen to edit episodes and i ever hear us say that kind of stuff it does bother me <laughs> so now i'm just hearing us like fake do it mm-hmm uh hey matt um just a real quick question um this is annoying our listeners so, i want you to know that our our listeners are annoyed right now whatever listeners we love you you love us just wanted to let you know thanks for sticking with us for two years now let's move to tea talk emily sing us into it tea talk tea talk tea talk tea talk i didn't like that i'm doing it again Okay. I felt it halfway through that I didn't like it, but I couldn't stop halfway through. Okay, let's hear another one. See, we'll discuss it afterwards. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. Sometimes. We're talking tea today. Not sometimes. <laughs> Emily, get it together. <laughs> sometimes. I will decide. I want to tra- change it up a little bit today. But then I remember that every time I try to change it up, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, voters can decide. No voter. No. <laughs> it's how I feel in the moment. And if I don't like it, I'm going to redo it. Listeners, in this aspect, don't care what you have to say. Okay. Except for my mom. Let me know what you think. Emily, you're being very combative today. <laughs> Drink some more tea. You haven't had any tea yet. I, I, just ha- I literally just had a sip. Okay. Um, is it the right temperature now? Yeah, it is. Okay. I'd say still on the hot side, but in like a good way. Cool. It's always good to be a little hot. You know, like I got, I still got good time on a good temperature of the tea. Sometimes I'll let it cool down and I let it cool down too much. And I know I'm not going to have a lot of hot tea. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have lukewarm tea. Yes. Emily, should we tell the listeners what they're, what we're drinking? Bringing it over slowly. Emily's <laughs> yes. really in a mood today. <laughs> so for my birthday, my dear friend Katie Abate bought me. A Sips by tea subscription box. Sips by. Yes. The brand. I always pronounce it as Sips by, but I do think it's Sips by. But it's a subscription box that it um, aggregates. Is that the right word? Like different teas from different companies. From Okay. So it's not all teas by yes. Sips by. In fact, I don't know if Sips by makes their own teas. Didn't we have a Sips by tea on the podcast? Or is that a different thing? I don't know. Uh, I don't either then. <laughs> Um, I don't so, remember. So Sips by is a subscription box. Yes. And I don't think they make their own teas, but they could, but they, anyone can make their own teas. If so they want to. for the past two months, I've gotten four like little sampling sizes of teas. And this is one of them. It's the first one we've had on the podcast. And I chose this one because I think it has a great name. It's from the brand Loose Leaf Women, which is a great name. The brand is Loose Leaf Women. Yeah. So it's like Loose Women and Loose Leaf, but combined. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is called Rosie's Riveting We Can Do It Tea, which is a premium black tea with a powerful punch of yeah. caramel. I got punched. It's because Rosie is, is looking like... Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. I mean, although it's a different version. It is a different but version. The, uh, yeah, Rosie the Riveter, the... Uh, we, uh, we 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 can do it right yeah yeah that's what she says yes. she wears the bandana and she's wearing um blue like a not the one we're looking at but like a blue she's wearing a shirt. blue shirt yeah this yeah. girl is wearing a bandana but she's wearing a yellow shirt and she has lots of bracelets mm-hmm. she seems fun you'll see a picture of her on the internet 
Do you want to know what's in this tea, Matt? I would love to know what's in this tea. Actually, tell me what you think is in this tea. As a tea snob, tell me what you think is in it. Uh, it's black tea. Oh, God. Caramel. There's a punch of it in here. Okay, go. Keep going. Anything else? Um, vanilla. Okay, keep going. Is there vanilla in it? I'm not going to tell you until you feel like you're done. Um, I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> you're wrong on so many counts besides the black tea. It has loose leaf black tea, butterscotch pieces. Mm, butterscotch. That's Cal- tasting the vanilla from i think calendula which i think is a type of flower calendula calendula it doesn't matter sunflower petals and natural flavors uh the butterscotch is definitely where i was yes. thinking vanilla mm-hmm. and then i've never tasted that, uh, that flower before so <laughs> we've had sunflower petals in tea before but that other flower um but i'm not done i have some great copy to read you okay make sure you get it right in that microphone <laughs> two <Yeah>. years in <laughs> Get ready to accomplish the day ahead with this amazing cup of tea. Our robust breakfast black tea is chock full with the rich aroma and taste of caramel with chunks of butterscotch to tempt your taste buds and leave you no doubt you can succeed. Sip this and then get her done. So something about this tea, and I actually forgot to bring it. Get her done? That's what it says. Like Larry the Cable Guy? Like Larry the Cable Guy. But I forgot to bring this part, but each month it has like a write-up of all the teas and it this described this tea as high caffeine and i forgot to bring it but i do i'm gonna tell you so i think that's part of the getting it done Mm, there you go get her done get her done have some caffeine be be larry the cable guy and get some stuff done um but (laughs) i i think also the caramel might be in the natural flavors like maybe they have like a natural flavor of caramel yeah i mean it could also just be the mix of things yeah i mean caramel is uh, you know sugar or the way you'd make caramel it's just melting sugar. It, is melting sugar <laughs> um i i definitely taste the caramel butterscotch sweetness yeah it's sweet and actually now that you mentioned it when um you were pouring the teas and they were in the mugs there was sort of an oily film on the top mm-hmm. there is yes which tends to be when you um do something with things like butterscotch or mm-hmm different things of that nature you get like an oily mm-hmm. sugary thing i don't really know it's um, not it's not a problem no it's not a problem it definitely had it though sounds like a gross thing to be like there's oil on top of your tea but it's fine <laughs> um so i also did a re- little research on this tea company because i think their name is so great but um they wanted to have teas that would be fun for gifting like that was their mm-hmm. their brand gifting teas um, which is why, well, they one they test every single tea and they're all premium, but that's why they have the fun names like Rosie, mm-hmm. Rosie Riveting because it's like a fun like you would open it and be like, oh, that's such a good packaging. And you want to get tea for specific people. Yeah. So if it's a gift, you're like, I thought this made me think of you. Yeah. It's kind of a smart strategy when it comes to tea because, as um, you know, somebody who has hosted a tea podcast for two years, we've talked to a lot of people who do not drink tea. <laughs> or talk about how they don't drink tea and i do think tea drinking is either a habit you're into or it maybe is if you're not already if you didn't somehow stumble upon it which who knows how all of you stumbled upon tea maybe you don't even drink tea just like the internet website stumble upon like me and emily and you're just listening to us talk i think sometimes as a tea company you might think like how do we differentiate ourselves how do we break in people already drink the tea they like or lots of people don't drink tea yeah but tea is a gift that seems like something that you, even like someone who doesn't even drink tea can be like oh i'll get this person tea as a gift yeah 
Or like, oh, like seeing it at the store. Like there was one that had packaging that had like a corgi on it mm-hmm. and it was pretty cute. And I would get that for my friend Katie who likes cor- corgis. There you go. Um, But uh, also from pursuing the website, they do have other women like themed ones, but there's also some that just had like other like the, so there's not just women. Yeah. Though the brand overall is loose leaf women. Yeah. Which is definitely going for. Yeah. Some saying that they're women making it. I don't know yeah. the whole story, but I'm they, sure there's some. So I tried to look up the about page and they didn't say anything about the women part specifically, but they did end it with a funny. Well, I don't know funny, but um, tea is more than just a beverage. We are committed to providing you not only with the best teas, but also to infuse your life with the story behind the tea. We can help you with information about the history, health benefits, rituals, accessories, environmental influence, as well. Wait, sorry. As well as ways to improve not only your experience with the tea, but that of others as well. But this is the part that really got me. I thought I was reading the wrong part, but I did not. As such, we are very proud of our ladies. Because I think most of the teas are about like ladies. Mm. So I thought that was fun. Do you think they should call them laid teas? I think they definitely could, but I'm glad they didn't because um, that made me sigh. Um, I told you this already off pod, but I need this to, for the listeners. Mm-hmm. So for Valentine's Day this week, spoiler alert, it was Valentine's Day this week. Uh, Emily. Okay. For Valentine's Day. Which was several weeks ago. Which was several weeks ago. It was last month, I think. It doesn't matter what it was. For Valentine's. <laughs> I, and I wish I had a picture. I don't know why I didn't take a picture. I'm so stupid. But. I made Valentine's for my students. Mm-hmm. I made them. Although I drew one and I copied it. But I drew a manatee. And it was carrying little hearts. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. I did a pretty good job. He had a whimsical smile. He was great. Um, Manatee's a topic that you had on this very show. That's true. But I wrote, this was my crowning achievement. Because I did this last year too. But I just drew a picture for manatee. But this year my crowning achievement was the pun I added. What was the pun? It said, from... Your favorite man a teacher, Miss Riggins. Mm. Man a teacher. Man a teacher. It was good. You're not worried they're going to graffiti it and write it, change it to manly teacher? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I also, I I couldn't decide how to spell it. I spelled it like manatee, which is two E's. Man a And then chur. But the- then teacher is T-E-A. So even though it's the same sound, it's spelled a little different. I went with E-E. Because I thought it highlighted the pun more, but uh, are there any hyphens in this, or is it one no, word? One word. Could have done a hyphen, but I don't. M a n a t e e c h e r. Yeah. Man, a teacher. I was pretty proud of it. Yeah, congratulations Thank on you. doing that on Valentine's Day several weeks ago. <laughs> I'm mad at you. Um. Yeah. That was a good pun, though. A solid pun. If if one loves puns, solid pun. I I asked. Um, my friend at work, Megan, I was like, is that okay? Is it too much? She said, for you, no. And I was like, I don't want to unpack that statement, but thank you. It's true. Emily, I'm sorry to let you know this, but me, Megan, and everyone else is aware that you are corny. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's fine to be corny. I think uh, Hamilton is the corniest <laughs> musical of all time, <laughs> the corniest raps of all time. People love Hamilton. I want to describe Hamilton as corny. Oh, it's corny. Well, you wouldn't because you're corny. But Hamilton is so corny. (laughs) I would say I would not describe myself as corny. I'd say I'm earnest. Okay. 
one might even consider those almost not that they are synonyms, but closely enough related that I'm I <laughs> You're corny. I'm I, sorry. I like to be myself. That's fine. You yourself is corny. And that's okay. What this is so off topic. What do you think the etymology of why why no, corny is no. corny? <laughs> you can't do I'll this. I'll look it up later. You can't do this. I can't. Okay, let's get back to this tea. Would you gift this tea to someone? Would I gift it? Yeah. Uh, meaning, would I not keep it for myself and make sure I, I give it to someone else? <laughs> no. Would you buy specifically this rosy riveter tea for someone? Oh man, great question. Based on I, the name or the taste? Uh, based on the name, I could think of some people to give this to. Based on the to drink, um, I mean, I don't want to tip my hand about how much I like this tea or don't like this tea, but. I feel like I would feel, uh, it, it seems, it's fine. It's fine. I don't know who I would gift, gift this tea to because taste wise, I'm, I, all right. I like the tea just fine, but it's, if I were to give someone tea because I'm a tea snob, because I've had a tea podcast for two years, this, uh, and I'm, I'm just gonna be frank. It isn't, wouldn't cut it for me giving someone a tea. Mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't be giving them. I would want to give them a tea that was very representative of the kinds of teas that I really like. So they would get a sense of what, what my sensibility is. Or, I mean, if someone was like, I want something with the caramelly taste, then yes, I could recommend this tea. Mm-hmm. But if I was straight up, if it was open suggestion, if I was just giving someone a tea, I probably would not give them this tea. Okay. That's not really, that's not really a dig at this tea. It's more just like how I would feel about gifting tea. If I had to gift a caramel tea. Yeah. It would be... Harney and Sons Paris Black Tea. Well, there you go. But I do like the name and I do like the packaging better. Although Harney and Sons packaging is very nice and very classy. This packaging is just funner. Yeah. I mean, and this is fun packaging. And if I was going without tasting it, I might also think this is a tea I could give someone. But it just isn't really, it's not my style. It's not the style I want to portray for myself as a tea drinker. Okay. Let's, let's get into it then. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. Hello. Hi. We didn't start doing this at the beginning of our podcast. Not two years ago. Not two years ago. So I can't say for the second, for going on the second year, I'm going to ask you the same question. Mm-hmm. But Matt, in honor of our two-year podversary, <laughs> hey, you said I'm corny and I'm going, I'm yeah. leaning in. No, it's true. You're corny and you're leaning in. <laughs> and you're interrupting me. Oh, God. Yes. I don't believe we've gotten to the question yet. <laughs> For our two-year podversary, Matt, mm-hmm. would you describe this loose leaf women's rosy riveting caramel black tea as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Well, Emily, um, I would say, I, I, again, like I was being judgy based on what I, the the outward. Um, outward look and style i i want to give to people Mm -hmm. so i and people do sometimes ask me about teas and i tend to i think i'm pretty good at recommending like if people are i don't you know they'll you know i'll say like oh what do you what do you want what don't you want usually it's what don't you want that's Mm -hmm. like the big question like people will say oh i don't want anything fruity or i don't want anything sweet or i don't want anything too dark that tends to be like the ways people describe and i think i'm pretty good at recommending teas and I've recommended a good number of teas we've had on this podcast to other people. Um, this tea 
would probably not like unless someone gave me these specific directions i probably would not recommend this tea in that gifting sense Mm -hmm. all that said i'm having a fine time drinking it it tastes good it's just uh what it's just not going into my um catalog of recommended teas okay (laughs) so to answer your question this is my cup of tea cool it's just not uh top tier (laughs) okay it's not my it's not my hall of fame does that make sense? Oh, I'll hold on to this, actually. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm not going to respond right now. Okay. Well, I'll give you a second to respond right now. <laughs> Emily, do <laughs> you find Rosie's riveting We Can Do It tea? Did you say that to me when, I, when you inter- asked me? You can interrupt this part. I'm, a- I'm literally asking you to interrupt me. <laughs> um, I did at the beginning, but when I asked you, I just read the Rosie riveting part. Okay. Rosie... What? So, oh, oh man, this tea is throwing so, me like so I think... the exact naming of it all. Oh no, okay. On the back it says "Rosie's Riveting We Can Do It Tea." It's the, that's the full title. The graphic design on this is, as far as the name goes, it's a little confusing. <laughs> it does seem to have two names. I think "Rosie Riveting" is like this head name, and the "We Can Do It Tea" is the like. Well, if you read on the back, it it's just one says thing. the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Rosie's Rosie's Riveting might. There might be several sub-brands of that. That's true. We don't know. Okay. Back to the question. You now no longer can interrupt me. <laughs> do you find uh, Rosie's riveting We Can Do It tea, We Can Do It Tea by Loose Leaf Women, a tea company, <laughs> to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Oh, thank you so much for asking. It's my cup of tea. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, I think... Well... I do think the best caramel tea that exists is the Paris black tea, as previously discussed. Mm-hmm. This is something fun about this. And part of the fun is that it has a fun name. Yeah. Um, I I feel like it's not quite strong enough right now. I'm eager to get to my second cup and see if mm. that is stronger. I thought this was pretty strong, actually. Maybe it is strong. Maybe there's just... You did also add milk. That's true. Maybe that's, maybe that's the problem. Or not the problem. The difference. The difference. But... We also brewed it for five minutes, the appropriate amount of time. Yeah. But the high end is at three to five. Yes. So we went high end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what I wanted to respond to, but I was saving for my own, is that I do think I would gift this tea company. Now, mm-hmm. this tea company or tea? I specific would. Tea? Well, it depends. So when I say, well, when I recommend tea, I usually stick to David's Tea or Harney and Sons because I think there's so many choices. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone's like, oh, where should I get tea? I would go, oh, David's tea has like a bunch of different options. And so I wouldn't recommend a specific kind. Mm. Although my friend Troy recently tweeted that a quote of me about the maple black tea from David's tea, which is a tea I would recommend if you like chai. But I could see myself like for a secret Santa or something going to Loose Leaf Women's Tea Company and being like, ooh, this tea name reminds me of this person i'll buy it for them yeah i mean i could buy different teas i i just there's a, something about something about me and the expectations that i feel on me and maybe this goes back to our anxiety and fear episode <laughs> but that i would need to stand by whatever i got like what I, in fact when i people do ask me i have recommended some david's teas and some um t2 those are the two companies i tend to recommend i personally recommend the most mm-hmm. uh, or the most frequently but uh, I will say like a specific one, like, oh, you like black tea? Well, this is a black tea I really liked by David's Tea, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they can go for it if they want. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't want I don't want someone to have a tea that they end up not liking, and I didn't really like it either, or not that I didn't feel strongly that someone would love this tea. Mm-hmm. So just sight unseen, it's hard for me to recommend this specific tea. But the the company seems fine. I yeah. mean, I could I could definitely drink other teas by them. I do think though, gifting is different than recommending. Like, I don't know if I would recommend this tea because I haven't had many of the teas. But I would definitely caveat. If I gifted this, I'd have to be like, I've never tried this tea before. And I do love a good caveat when I gift. I'm classic Kathy Riggins. I'm her daughter through and through. But well, I often will say, I don't know. I liked it. Um, but I'm not sure if you will, <laughs> which she does whenever she gifts anything. Love you, mom. But, <laughs> but I, there were so many fun names for teas. I I could see myself gifting this tea. Got it. To be like as a personalized tea experience. Got it. Unlike just a general recommendation, in which case I would recommend specifically Mm -hmm. the teas I like. Which, by the way, in my Sips by box, Mm -hmm. the the cream of Earl Grey from David's Tea was in my box. Wow. And while I've had it before, I was very excited because long-time listeners will know. It was one of our favorite teas and was on our one-year tea episode. It's back. You got it back. Yeah. Uh, two for two. Tea talk done. Tea talk done. That was a long tea talk, but I feel like we covered some interesting ground. Yeah. And also for a two-year episode, that's probably not the worst thing to like talk about tea a little bit and talk about how we... Our feelings. Get some feelings about tea out there. Um, but that's that. I love all tea. <laughs> I do love tea. I just, my biggest tea recommendation is drink more of it. <laughs> That's me being corny. <laughs> uh, okay. So we have a, we actually, I, I kind of wanted to put a pin in something we said earlier, which is that we have, we have topics that are TBD, AKA to be determined. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that this week. <laughs> I almost said something, but I thought it'd be spoiling the podcast. Yeah. Which is so funny enough. So we did this a year ago. We did this for the one-year anniversary episode where Emily and I, we just got together and we were like, let's just make tea our topic. Mm -hmm. So we talked about tea and we talked about our top five teas of the first year or something like that, Mm -hmm. top five, something like that. And, uh, you know, this year, the second year anniversary was rolling around and we kind of didn't really know, we didn't have a plan, Um, but, you know, figure you should do something kind of special and unique for it. So we again discussed the topic ahead of time. So it's funny. I believe a year ago I said mm, we're like the Joker in The Dark Knight telling Batman he has to break his one rule. <laughs> we, for the second year in a row, have broken our one rule of not discussing the topic ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So if you want the tr- the true surprise of not knowing the topic, you'll have to go check out last week's episode <laughs> or something like that. Um, because Emily and I both know the topic ahead of time. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Emily, what is our topic this week? Our topic, Matt, is so interesting because it's topics. What? Our topic is topics. Apparently, Matt and I have interpreted this in different ways. Oh, my God. Well, I just, I sent you a little message. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if this was our thing? And you went, I'm into it. (laughs) So I guess that is the surprise part. We have, we have both treated... The topic of topics. Mm-hmm. So meta. Yes. In a different way. Yes. Uh, can I, I... I did something... I did something... I did some research. Okay, go. Can I give you some fun facts? No. But please. Okay. I wrote all these fun facts down. 
We've had 147 different topics. Wow. In our two years. Wow. In our 104 episodes, we've had 147 topics. Oh, wow. Um, it used to be, long-time listeners will know, that anytime we had a guest, either Emily or I would have a mini topic, and then the guest would have the main topic. Mm-hmm. We did that for almost the first full year. We mm-hmm. did it from March until December of our first year of operating. We then switched to it being, if there was a guest episode, the guest would have the one and only topic. And then if Emily and I had a, a Matt and Emily alone episode, mm-hmm. one of us would have the mini topic and the other would have the main topic. And then we would rotate that around. Uh, and then occasionally we have special episodes like this one or our fall episode or our summer episode where we had um, one topic for a bunch of people mm-hmm. um, or Emily, and I brought a topic to somebody else or something mm-hmm. like that. But uh, generally, yes, one topic per guest episode. But that is how we accumulated 147 total while well, we had 104 episodes. Wow. We've had 44 mini topics. Wow, wow, wow. Which, for the math people at home, that means we did 103 uh, normal size big topics. Um, I guess technically 104 with topics mm-hmm. being the today's, ep- today's okay. one. Okay. I'm not counting today. Today doesn't count. It does count. <laughs> Um, well, not so far, <laughs> not any of the things I've done. The, uh, Emily, do you know what the shortest topic, uh, by letter is that we've had? Wait, so shortest, like title wise or shortest time? Shortest, uh, the, the title, uh, the, the name of the topic. T. There you go. It's T from one year ago at three letters. You know what the sh- second shortest one is? It's also from a special episode. <laughs> Um, I actually even mentioned it already. I'll just tell you. Tell me. At four letters is the word fall. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, the, so those are both group topics that Emily and I came up with. So the shortest one person topic that only one person came up with was yards by, by me um, at five letters. Mm-hmm. What's but our longest topic? Well, <laughs> don't, don't jump ahead. <laughs> uh, for guest topics, though, there's also... Uh, five topics or no four topics that all ha- were also five letters long that is pyrex sleep mulan and pixar oh wow so we've got a bunch at that those are the shortest guest topic titles mm-hmm. the three longest i really prepared for this uh, wait can i guess one of the longest can uh, i guess some of the longest ones yeah okay uh nightmares and daydreams but mostly nightmares so ni- nightmares and dreams but mostly nightmares yeah uh, that is at 45 letters long. That is the third longest title okay. we've had. Um, what are some other really long ones? Oh, um, and that was with uh, Jen Albanese, by yeah. the way. Oh, for, God. I don't remember the exact wording, but <laughs> running a half marathon or like loosely Lauren Magnuson's topic. Uh huh. Go ahead and tell me what you think it is and then I'll tell you it's what something it is. like just go for it because you're not going to get it right. <laughs> Suddenly and out of the blue, running a half marathon, poorly training for it. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Lauren. No, that's fine. That's our second longest title. Uh, it's, it was officially training for a half marathon badly and out of nowhere. Okay. With Lauren Magnuson. I got the idea. And then our longest title, I think you won't remember it. Well, you don't, you know, I don't think you're going to think of it right now. But it was the endings of stories and how do you know when to end a story with Megan Moore at 62 uh, characters long in title. <laughs> uh that is all i've looked up so don't ask me another question about our topics <laughs> i have another question oh no I what can't is answer. the average oh that would have been a good one 
No, that one, I wanted the long... The, I first, mainly wanted to get to the longest ones. And then I was like, oh, let's look up the shortest ones too. Well, I think the longest ones bring up a fun thing about topics. Mm-hmm. And I think we've said this on the podcast before, but people are endlessly fascinating with the topics they bring and in general. Yes. So I will personally say, and I don't know if you agree and I'll ask you if you agree. Uh, when we started this, I thought all the topics would be, this is my favorite movie. This is my favorite song. This is my favorite TV show. This is my favorite superhero, just like things like that. Um, and people, or maybe some, I mean, some things like, oh, I love like very specific topics, musical theater, improv. Um, I love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, Never an official topic. Disney World. Uh, most of these things that I've mentioned have not been topics, but, uh, or like playing guitar. I don't know. Like I thought it would be specific interests. Yeah. Or fandoms. Yeah. And we ended up getting so many things like the ones we just mentioned um, or uh, let's see. I don't want to mention one. I'm looking at our list, but I don't want to mention one of mine. Taking the first step. Interesting. Did I think that was going to come up ever? No. No, it's more conceptual. That was with Rich Inman. I want to try to drop people's names when when I think about doing it. Um, Or just like Tiki Drinks with Andrew Crepo. Like, did I think? necessarily that that would be a topic someone would talk about yeah. no but it was a lot of fun talking about yeah agree or disagree <laughs> that how you thought this um, would go ahead of so time. i definitely felt like when i think of topics and have thought of topics that it was like a specific thing like baking mm-hmm. and i am always amazed when people bring more i guess conceptual things or stuff like that um because people are endlessly fascinating where yeah. When I think of topics, I was I was like Harry Potter, um, movies generally, like more like like an actual thing to like discuss. Yeah, everyone's everyone's topics were so were so much more precise than I thought, or so in, in broad in a way that I did not expect either. Yeah, and I think that's definitely a way. Going back to asking me how I've grown on the uh, through the, the podcast is like just not like overestimating a person. And sometimes I do guess what someone's going to talk about. I love and to I guess. I am right. But honestly, more often than not, I have, I, so I'm like, oh, I feel like I've just almost never known what people are going to talk about. Yeah. I think when Sarah Boatwright did pro wrestling, that was like the one time I knew it. Um, or um, Alex talked about, Alex Simmons talked about Nintendo. Yeah. And that was something I would have, not, I, not that I knew he was going to do it, but like if you had asked me to guess the top five things yeah. he might talk about. I might have guessed that one. I also, I guessed Katie's and Troy's. Well, but Troy with Pyrex yeah, and Katie, Katie with, with drag queens. Drag queens. But I also think sometimes when you have people that you're more specifically very close to, as I am with Katie and Troy, yes. I was like, well, these are the only, like, these are what they're going to talk about. That they is, could have brought something different, but. Now, that is true. I, I do think, though, that we've had some people that I do know really well. Mm-hmm. I comes to mind when i think about shannon kelly who came and talked about sleep mm-hmm. i know her pretty well could have talked about lord of the rings or something yeah that's true but the topic was sleep yeah and i feel like yeah a lot of those people have surprised me um and uh yeah a lot of a lot of a huge 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 range of of things and sometimes people would say oh yeah i guess i do know you're into that but would never have thought they would have yeah. brought it here. i also think it's interesting when people go on the opposite range of like a broad topic going mm-hmm. super specific yeah like parental control with um 
Laura Murley. Laura, Laura Murley. Mm-hmm. An episode I'm thankful for every day because I've been referencing not so much parental control, but the TV show Next, which we talk about, also talk about on the podcast yeah. often. And on that episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the TV show Next. So that's thankful because I really like to reference that. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, just to quickly put this out there, that uh, on our website, which you can go to at TBD podcast.com we have a whole page that is just a list of the topics we've had and there you can just like quickly if you haven't listened to many or all or whatever of our episodes mm-hmm. you can go there and sort of peruse around and i think it would be uh it would behoove people to check out episodes of topics they are interested in are interested in and also topics that they maybe are just like what yeah like there's so many like very like interesting and specific things like Slaney Rose Jordan's knee awesome that leads mummy mm-hmm. I mispronounced that like I would never think to to bring that as a topic but it was a great topic and it was so fun yeah we have a few current event ones which I also didn't really think or you know not current event necessarily but related to things that are happening in the moment mm-hmm. and I didn't necessarily see that coming not uh, a lot of political ones though have we had any political ones I don't think so people stay away from politics yeah we did talk one time about the presidents of the united states although that was also not it was more historical yes. than um political yes. maybe some of these have opinions in them somewhere hiding in them <laughs> um, i do think you and i tend to actually have less of the conceptual ones mm-hmm. i've tried to sprinkle them in here and there i don't know i don't normally I've do successfully done it much but i normally do a very specific thing that i want to talk about yeah um i guess having friends in town well that's still an act i don't know depends some so, sometimes it's more of a stretch i don't know if we've if you or i have had like truly uh really out there topics yet um one thing that i think maybe not so much grown but at when we first started doing this podcast i would heavily not heavily research but like i'd be much more prepared but now i'll often think okay what's something happening in my life like 20 minutes before the podcast <laughs> which is where i got having friends visit because I'd had just had a friend's friend visit. Yeah. I, that does help me get a little bit more out of it. Cause then I'm not writing facts down as much. Um, you know, I'm just thinking more from the heart or I want to just converse about it, which is kind of how I felt about the, my topic of dive bars, which I kind of just wanted to hash out with mm-hmm. you, you know, and just talk about that. And, um, and, uh, you know, just from a few weeks ago, I, my topic was the Super Mario Brothers series, which I did no research in. And I did just all everything I said in that episode was basically from memory, which mm-hmm. also just um, while I do feel like I talked too much in that episode, which I always feel like I do. I kind of I knew a lot of what it was from memory because I love Super Mario Brothers so you much. Do. And I was like, I can tell you the chronology of the games <laughs> and where certain characters debuted, etc. And uh, that just came from the old heart. And you know, on that podcast, I also talked about the LBY, Little Baby Yoda. Little Baby and Yoda. all of that was from my heart because I love him with all my heart. Yeah. Um, He's a little sweet little baby. Um, so the, I don't know, do we, should we move on to an, another um, yes. section of can this? Can I make the transition though? Yes, you can. Okay. So Matt and I have, I think, interpreted this slightly different ways. Where my idea was when we, we would revisit a topic that we either want to touch check in on or we didn't felt we didn't do well the first time mm-hmm. and i there was a lot well i could have done ones that i 
didn't feel like I did a good job, but I wanted to revisit one. But I also wanted to do this one because I thought of doing it anyways and just kind of arguing with Matt about how it was a different topic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I would like to discuss reading again. Mm -hmm. I knew this is the one. (laughs) Reading, which I think you made a mini topic. It was a mini topic. And I believe even at the time I was like... Emily, you're making this a mini... Like, reading is a giant topic. <laughs> yes, but it was reading and binge-watching TV with Sasha. Sasha Turan? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure how to pronounce Turan. that. I'm pretty sure not how to spell it, but... Sorry, Sasha. Um, But I would like to discuss books. It's a, that's, an, that's an old episode. Yes, it was one, one of, of our first. Our first. In fact, when I was going to have this as a separate topic, my topic was going to be books. Okay. I, I might have let you... I might have let it slide. It, I... Even I knew I wouldn't wouldn't fly, but well, I just remember reading. Sometimes I I think you've done this to me a couple of times. You'll pick a mini topic that I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's a huge topic. I think I believe traveling was also on the um, Katie Abate episode. That was souvenirs. Souvenirs traveling was somewhere, and I was just like, traveling is a massive topic, and I can't believe you're. You made it a mini topic one week. Uh, let me look where it is. Traveling. No, it's Traveling and Drag Queens with Katie Bate. Oh, okay. Uh, souvenirs must have been a different topic. I think Souvenirs was funny that that was my old sketch team. <laughs> I think maybe you just talked about Souvenirs on that because I don't see it on the list. Oh, no, there it is. Souvenirs and Mulan. Oh, okay. There we go. Check out all those old episodes, please. But uh, yes, back to reading. Yes. So I, during that podcast, I specifically was talking about two things that I wanted to read more and also what it was like to read, which for me is like falling into a story. It's like there's a TV going on in your head of the pictures that you're putting in your head. And those are the two things I mainly focused on. At least that's what I remember focusing on. Mm -hmm. But today I want to talk about how I've finally, after two years, have become a person who reads again. Wow. Congratulations, Emily. Thank you. I'm officially identifying as a person who reads. Officially literate. <laughs> and I have said this to multiple people. And yes, I know it makes me sound like an insane person who thinks she's better than everyone. But <laughs> I am officially a person who reads. Okay. Um, Let's get into it. Um, So I settled on finally forcing myself to do this over winter break when I was home. And when I read... um. One, two, three, four, five, six books in like 10 days. Wow. You are very literate. (laughs) Now, some of those are books I had started to read and um, hadn't finished. Really, that was only one of them, though. But so part of this is that I've been forcing myself to read, which seems like forcing yourself. But I do want to read. So I'm forcing myself to do something I want to do. So I've been trying to read on the train more. I've been trying to read at home more and not just watching TV and listening to podcasts, which is what has gotten in my way of reading. Podcasts. Wow, those damn podcasts. Have gotten in my way. But please don't turn this off and start reading. Everyone keep listening through the, to the end. <laughs> but so last year, the best book I read was called Peace. No, no. It was called Pretty Girls by Karen Slaughter, which I think I've talked about on this podcast, but it was so creepy. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It was about these two sisters and one of them, her husband is murdered or, well, I don't want to say anything more because I really recommend this book. Wow. The twists feel very earned, which not every book has twists that feel earned. Mm-hmm. It's very creepy. You really do far, fall into the world and it's like all you can think about, which is a sign of a very good book. And 
it just worked well. I read another one of her books and it was okay. It just didn't work quite as well. Hey, you can't, they can't all be perfect. It was so good. And the other book I read by her was called Pieces of Her, which was an absolutely fine book. And they're making it into a TV show apparently. But I think they should turn Pretty Girls into a TV show because it would be so good. Yeah, there you go. Take um, that Hollywood free advice from Emily. Um, But a book I did not, well, I also read a lot of not great books last year. Um, One was called Lie to Me and it was bad. It was like trying to be Gone Girl, but failing spectacularly. Wow. Um, but I also read this book called Love at First Like. And it, it's about social media. Yes. Um, it's this woman who acts... I don't mind spoiling this book because it was bad. Um, but it, she takes a photo and accidentally posts it of her trying on an engagement ring. Like, oh, I just look, I'm getting engaged in her. But she wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was a lie. Mm-hmm. Because she was sad for some reason. I do remember why. But she, but the next day she wakes up and like her Instagram has exploded. And she's like, well, I got to keep going with this Instagram business. So she fakes being engaged and she gets this guy to fall in love with her. And she like the whole time is like, he's fine. Maybe I'm falling in love with him, but I'm probably not. And she's just like such a terrible person. Mm. But in the end, she gets everything she wanted. And it made me so mad that she just got a happy ending because <laughs> she was truly a terrible person. It's like catfishing the internet into thinking you're exactly. <laughs> you're like... And she never gets found out. Oh God. She has a fake wedding at the end. Wow. Like a real wedding, but it's not like legally binding. Uh, okay. I guess that's fake. <laughs> yeah. I just, Oh God, it made me so mad. Mm-hmm. But this year, my goal is to read 30 books. How many have I read this year? Guess, guess, guess. Hmm. 10. Nine. Wow, I had a pretty good guess. I thought better of you than... <laughs> I'm six books ahead of schedule. <laughs> there you go. Um, I knew it had to be a high number. It was not It was going to be something impressive. <laughs> but because I'm a person who reads again. That's true. I'm, um, I'm happy for you. I finished a book last night. Wow. It was so good. If you finished well, one more book, I would have been right with my mm-hmm. number. I'm actually in the middle of another book, but... So nine and a half? Nine and a half. I'd say nine and a fourth because I'm there's like four main chapters, like four main sections in this book. Yeah. Um, but as part of this, I'm trying to read books I already own. Although I did go to the Strand recently, spent 125 dollars. It was such a good feeling. But I'm gonna tell you some books that I've really enjoyed and that I do recommend. Okay. Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. It's probably the best book I've read so far this year. It's about a woman named Eleanor, who has a tragic backstory, which again I don't want to get too far into. But she's very closed off and doesn't have really friends. And through the book, she discovers the power of friendship. Wow. That's what this podcast is about. Yes. Um, And then another book I liked, One Day in December, which is a book that you like know what's going to happen at the end, but I still really enjoyed. I bought in. Everyone in that book deserved a happy ending. (laughs) Um, And then I also read a book called Lady Killers, Deadly Women Throughout History, which was about women serial killers throughout history and while i did have some problems with the book notably that well one it's unconfirmed if she was a serial killer but um elizabeth bathoy who probably did kill lots of people but also it's unconfirmed if she actually did or if it was rumors Mm. against her because she was a powerful woman in the medieval ages and men wanted her land so that bothered me but i did enjoy the book and i would recommend it uh, it bothered you that it's unconfirmed. This is nonfiction, by the way. Yeah. It bothered you that it was not confirmed, or it bothered you that this was in the that this was in the book. 
Um, it bothered me that bothered me that it was in the book as a way that like this just definitely happened but okay i've also read other things like with very good evidence that it was that it was just propaganda against her interesting but she also was probably a terrible person so i don't want to defend her too much i mean you do have i mean you know stories without definitive answers you just kind of have to like hear all the sides and then yeah you know be okay with not knowing the real answer i mean it's sort of like maybe i just wanted more nuance in it it's sort of like how kurt cobain's death as like people don't really know for 100 percent sure if courtney love did it or not but it's like you just all have to move on and understand that there are a couple of versions of that story and mm-hmm. um yeah i don't wanna, i don't want to say something too <laughs> i don't want to sound too stupid <laughs> by talking about that yeah. topic well i think i think my main problem with the book in general is that there wasn't enough nuance in it but that's fine. Okay. As I've told you, I want more nuance in our discourse. Sure. Matt, talk for a second. We I have to get the book book I'm currently reading. We out. all could use a little bit more nuance out there. It's kind of just why you need um, you need to trust multiple sources for your information. Yes. Or you need to be able to try and trust multiple sources, especially in this era of uncertain news. <laughs> the last thing I want to discuss is the book I'm currently reading. Wow, you're which reading relates right now. Which relates to another topic I've had on this podcast, Medieval Queens. Oh, your first topic. My first topic, yes. Well, the first topic ever, because you had the first one. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, wow, wow. But I'm reading a book called She-Wolves, The Woman Who Ruled England Before Elizabeth. And it's about basically four different queens who at some point ruled England in some capacity before um, Mary Tudor, Mary for Mary the first and elizabeth the first um but it's very good i've read a fourth of it but i actually want to talk about this book for two reasons mm-hmm. one i'm about to read about eleanor of aquitaine and i'm so excited because i like her a lot but also it's a non-fiction book and i think this was part of my problem in years past where i would start reading a non-fiction book mm-hmm. and then it would just be they're harder to read they're not as fun to read although i do have fun reading them and i do like them which is why I kept not reading because I get stuck in the middle of a book that I couldn't finish. And so I'm trying as part of being a person who reads now to break it apart. So I read one section of this book about Matilda, Empress Matilda, which maybe a topic one day. She's fascinating. But then I read a fiction book and now I'm reading the next session section, which is about Eleanor of Aquitaine. There you go. So finding a way to read guys, find a way that reading works for you. Break up the reading. If you break have up to. the reading. I'm definitely breaking up that Harry Potter book I started reading six months ago or whenever. (laughs) Okay. I felt like I just talked a lot, but that was my topic I wanted to revisit. There you go. And I think I said pretty much everything I wanted to say. Uh, Why did you want to revisit that topic? Um, Well, because I think as part of that topic, I had said that I wanted to read more and I wish, and at that point I had like read two books, like, but then I stopped. In fact, if I look on Goodreads, which is a website I really recommend, um, I, in 2008, so you can see your past, like how many books you've read each year. And my low point was last year or 2018 in which I read eight books, which is appalling. I should be at least reading 12 books a year. What a dummy. And I believe that is when I had the topic in 2018. And then in 2019, I was on path for also having a bad year, but then I read a bunch of books at the end. Um, So I just wanted to revisit it because I had actually started reading again the revisit is that you have grown as a person yeah very nice um Um, 
And I like yeah. books. Go books. I'll read that Harry Potter book. No, eventually. you won't. No, I'm trying. I want to. It's still out. I haven't put it like away or anything. <laughs> Speaking of reading books, though, in another episode that we've had, my topic was the Beastie Boys, which I have been <laughs> trying to, I have to finish that Harry Potter book so I can read my Beastie Boys book, which is still in its like cling wrap. Because <laughs> I can't read multiple books at the same time. I just, not that I get confused, but that um, I'll get way too, I mean, not that I'm reading anything right now, so maybe I should just go for whatever I can read, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, like once I go down one rabbit hole, then I'm stuck on that book mm-hmm. until I'm done or whatever. Yeah. I have three books right now that I am in varying states of the past year of starting these books and un- not finishing them. Um, one is Sapiens, which is a book about like human history. And it's like an interesting topic. But for some reason, I just like can't finish this book. Mm-hmm. I'll read like 20 pages and then not read it for like two more months. So I really maybe my goal should be to finish this book as well. But um, yeah read books there you go finish books and get a good reads account you can see all of the books you've read i think you get one i think amazon makes them doesn't there something some website i don't know i according to this i got it well i think i might have gotten it before that but i I made my first reading challenge in 2011 and i've done a reading challenge every year although i've never gotten there Mm. besides in 2011 when i read 52 books in 52 weeks there you go uh reading complete reading done <laughs> now that we added reading um yep matt yes me are there any topics you want to revisit or check in on <clears throat> so i had some thoughts on this so mine was mine was sort of like how i felt about how i handled some topics not necessarily not necessarily that i have to revisit um although maybe some like retroactive judgments or whatnot so i'd say that like the least favorite and i sort of touched on this a little bit versions of when I would have topics is if I almost did too much research and felt like I was being a fact dump, <laughs> which maybe those episodes are interesting to people who know nothing about the topic, but there's a couple, maybe the beast way one falls under this. I think the shining episode maybe where I'm just like talking a lot about it. And if someone had seen these things or is like a fan of some things, I don't know that the episode was that interesting to them. And I think maybe like the Super Mario Brothers one where I'm less fact dumpy, but I am going through a lot of information and things that people can be a fan of. I'd like to think that that topic was interesting to either people who knew nothing or people who were fans. And um, I, would I, say, oh. I would, yeah. So I would say like maybe the one about, the shining even though that was that's a i think that is a good episode and it was like kind of fun with you not knowing anything about it but i don't know i think one thing you did with the nintendo episode is that you made it personal so you had facts but you were like related it to your own life the mario one yeah that, yeah not the nintendo yeah one. It's you a, know what which I mean. is, well that's a different topic so that's i have true. to be <laughs> clear about that um i liked the shining episode because i got to make wild guesses yeah i think the shining one is maybe a bad example of exactly that but maybe the episode about like the dark knight was less fun which that was about a year ago and uh i don't know some i mean some of them like i guess the i guess my issue is like sometimes i wonder if some of these topics weren't as interesting to someone who was a fan so like if someone was like searching for cool podcasts and they typed in the shining well again maybe that one was fine but maybe like the dark knight was like less interesting to someone who already Mm -hmm. knew about it some of the early episodes that's how i feel is like that i was 
too much of, of just a fact person. And that would be if I, I used to prepare in a certain way that wasn't the greatest, mm-hmm. I guess. I will say, though, on some of my more specific topics, like melodrama, I, if I'd had the energy, I would have revisited because mm-hmm. I don't think I did a great job on it. But I, I wish I'd taken better notes beforehand because I didn't think I had a very focused conversation and didn't quite get to all the things I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, because I didn't plan ahead. I just listened to the album on the way over. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It can be tough with some of those ones where there is like, if you're just, if you're just gushing about a thing only, it can be tricky Mm -hmm. because then you're just like, and then you realize like you might run out of steam earlier than you thought you were going to Mm because you just wanted to like talk about, like, I love this thing, but you didn't always have the words to describe it. Um, I think my, I think Star Wars is another episode that I like wish I did a better job just like, because everyone knows about Star Wars. (laughs) I don't know about Star Wars. So I wish I did a better job. I almost wish I just talked about the stuff I liked about Star Wars and not even judged so hard or ranked them and that kind of stuff. And I almost, that's like, so with Legos, I've actually been really happy that I've split up a lot of my Lego talk (laughs) into different episodes because Lego as an overall topic, I think would be hard. And Star Wars, I kind of wish I had done the individual movies or like just the ones I liked, you know, I could have just done the original ones. I might, who knows? This is my problem with Harry Potter and why, even though it's probably my favorite thing in the entire world, Mm -hmm. the topic of Harry Potter feels too big. So I feel like I need to break it down, but to break it down, I have to like figure that out. Right. And that, that also gets to like another episode that I, I, or another topic that I wish I had done in a better way. And I didn't want to revisit it today because I mean, maybe I should just literally redo this topic, (laughs) but it's uh, on one of the. Uh, the very first episode we had a guest on, my topic, my mini topic was The Legend of Zelda. And the big topic was Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So it's The Legend of uh, Zelda and Nintendo with Alex Simmons. Now, we probably did talk a little more about Zelda because Nintendo was the topic, mm-hmm. the bigger topic. But the fact that I relegated The Legend of Zelda, my favorite video game franchise ever, to a mini topic is sort of like when you made reading a mini topic. And the fact that I talked for like 40 minutes about super mario brothers i mean i could talk hours about the legend of zelda so maybe well, i should i've heard you guys talk hours about legend of zelda <laughs> there you go so maybe another one I'm i could Ganon. i could break up into smaller um individual games and like talk about the games and how much i love them mm-hmm. um that was most of that i do have one other one that i have a specific note that i wish i had done something completely differently okay tell us and it is that in the Bar Arcades episode, mm-hmm. which... More I, recent topic. Pretty recent. I kept in the episode calling them Bar Arcades. There is a place in New York called Barcade. Uh, I just... I realized like how clunky... I just felt like it was clunky the whole time. And I realized not too long after we put it out that I should have just been saying arcade bars the whole time. <laughs> Maybe I do say it once or twice in the episode, but I wish the topic instead of bar arcades was arcade bars. <laughs> so that's my big regret. <laughs> um, let's see here. I'm just going to go through the list and see if there's anything that I else I wanted to update. I'm sure there is. Um, but oh, I could I could go on and on about subscription boxes. <laughs> I love subscription boxes. Um, I feel like for the improv one, I. 
I didn't have a good plan going into how I wanted to structure it. Most of my things about my topics is I don't even necessarily wish I had notes. I just wish I'd written an outline, like a structure, like a flow so I could more focus the conversation and not just even with reading, even with books just now. I forgot to bring up Goodreads and that's one of the things I wanted to discuss. Sure. I think, I mean, if I'm just like throw out how I feel about like the broader topics, especially something like improv and especially because you talked to me and someone else who did improv in that episode. Who else? Who was, it was just, oh, you just me. me. Where like you could almost do a bulleted list and if and rank them in the order of importance. And if you don't get to the later ones, like you just mm-hmm. don't. But then you can maybe have stuff. If, if you're running out of steam, then mm-hmm. you like have thoughts. But which is kind of, I guess on like the dark night or something like that. I wish I had just written like the things I loved about it. And then if we didn't get to all of it, we don't get to all of it. Mm-hmm. Cause I hate being, I hate talking too long. And if, you know, if you don't have much to respond to, then we can move on to the next topic, but, or the next, um, you know, bullet point. Yeah. But then, um, if we're too listy, I'm not that into it. And the chattier, the better. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I could just keep talking about Goodreads, but I will in a second. I ju- I'm going through our list right now and peanut butter and M&M's, Oh, God, what a good topic I had. Yes. I wish there was a way to bring in props for more of these things. The food ones. It was so absurd. Some of the food ones. Some of them. I, I also love the dumplings episode uh, mm-hmm. with Nora Jones. Like just that we're talking about um, all the ways that you can make dumplings. I love when we go off the rails a little bit. And I feel like peanut butter and M&M's went crazy because we were just talking about all the different kinds of candies yeah. and how we deal with candies and all those things. A really, really relatable ones like that, I think. <laughs> Those are some of the best episodes. Oh, Emily, hitting the mic stand. Um, can I talk about Goodreads a little bit more? <laughs> sure. Um, it's just fun to be able to go back and see all the books you've read. And sometimes like, I'll have a book and I'll be like, oh, I'm not sure if I read this. But Goodreads is one of the only things where every book I've read since I've had it, I have logged. Sometimes I don't do it right away. In fact, I had a pile sitting on my staircase at home of books I needed to log for like three months. But then I eventually did log them all. Wow. And it's just fun to be able to, one, check that you read a book or be like, oh, God, I feel like I've read that book. Or like you forget the name of a book. You can go in and you can look it up. It's just really fun. I love that you already have a correction to the fact that you were trying to fix the topic and then you still left something out. And then now we're coming back even later in the podcast and updating that update. <laughs> I just, I feel like Goodreads is such a good website. Like, cause I can like, again, I've marked every single book I've read for nine years. Here you go. Which is not as many as I would like, but a good <laughs> amount of books. Sure. Um, I think we should kind of wrap it up. Um, do you have anything else you want but, to touch in ba- touch base on? Oh, well, I wanted to ask you I wanted to ask you a question. Okay, ask me. And I'm going to I have an answer for it. So I I'm going to answer myself while you think about it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Is there any topic and probably not one of your own <laughs> that stuck out to you as particularly either memorable or fun or just something you want to shout out? And I have one and I have one that I want to shout out. Okay. Well, I said this a little bit earlier, but the parental control episode. Ah, uh, yes. I particularly enjoyed. Um, hmm. I mean, that can be your answer, but I, I'll answer. And if you think right. that's it, so you can stick with that. Um, I want to shout out the fan of the Phantom of the Opera episode with Lauren Gamiel, which we talk like 
pretty extensively about the Phantom of the Opera. I think there is a lot of information in that, but we also just goof around so much in it Mm -hmm. um, that I just, you know, I've loved all of our topics. I mean, to slight nobody, I know we've talked about a lot and we didn't mention every topic and nor did we mention every guest, but I literally, and I feel this way, I feel like we've never had a bad episode, at least none with guests on them. (laughs) Maybe a couple of the alone episodes I would... uh, I would redo if I could. <laughs> but uh, every every guest has been great, and every guest topic has been great. Uh, but I did want to shout out the Phantom of the Opera one, because that just... When, often when people ask me best interesting topics and things, that's one that comes to mind. Oh, I just thought of one. Um, and also the Pyrex episode, <laughs> I'll shout out, because I knew nothing about Pyrex. <laughs> I didn't even know it was like a thing beyond mm-hmm. the big bowls people have. But uh, what an interesting couple of episodes. Um, One that I found a lot of enjoyment from because I learned so much was the New York times crossword puzzle with Chloe Efron. Ah, I learned so much. That was another really good fun. Yes. Well, we talked a lot about them, but it was also pretty goofy. Yes. I love, I love a lot of information, a lot of goofiness. I think it helps if, um, you know, there's a lot of knowledge about a topic already, but still a lot of curiosity about Mm -hmm. it. But then also, Sometimes it just a, sometimes you can just goof on a thing and it yeah. comes easily. I mean, I don't know if it's that easy to make fun of Phantom, Phantom of the Opera, but mm-hmm. we had a good time doing it. <laughs> Another topic I'd love to revisit and um, is medieval queens. Maybe I'll do that one day. Someday. Someday. First one ever. First one ever. And I feel like I did a fine job, but I don't know. I don't even. I. It'd be interesting for me to listen to the for original few episodes again. I don't. I think we've gotten better at this. I definitely think so. Going through this topic list haircuts was one of the topics which makes me think i need to get a haircut mm, that so was my topic i know it was about you getting a haircut i need to get a haircut um yeah. oh dumb phone games i started playing a new dumb phone game called dragon's merge oh god i'm picturing it in my head all the time <sighs> <sighs> all right all right we don't have to go through all no that's okay i just i'd want i went through <laughs> those and i wanted to say these things yeah um i was gonna ask you a question is this are you ready i'm ready if you could tell me to redo a topic or to of revisit yours? a topic, which would it be? Of yours? Yeah. I mean, oh, I guess boy. it could be a topic a guest had that you think I would have bring a unique slant to, but... <laughs> you do this person's one. <laughs> um, if I if you had to redo one, I wouldn't make you redo any of them. Not one. redo, but revisit. Revisit? I don't know. Either because I didn't get to everything I wanted to talk about or I could do a better job now. <laughs> It's okay if you don't have one. I don't. I don't think I have one, um, because it was it was fine. <laughs> it's all been fine. Uh, I mean, there's. I mean, maybe there's a couple we could. I mean, there's some that are like, you know, it wasn't the thing wasn't over, or it's like an ongoing thing. I mean, you had the topic of podcasts one time, and podcasts are still a thing that you yeah. listen to and have maybe changed opinions on, but. You know, and subscription boxes, you've no doubt had new ones and got rid of old ones and um, things can, your opinions can change on stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I think uh, maybe the traveling one was one that you made a mini topic, but it could have, that could be a big topic, right? Traveling. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. It's all good. I don't, I don't have, reg- I don't really have regrets. Even the regrets I say I have, I no They're regrets. Not real. They're no regrets. Hashtag, Hashtag no, no regrets. regrets. Jinx, mm. buy me a Coke. I regret this. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I think, I think we can call it a, an episode. 
Topic on topics done. Topic on topics done. Um, when does this come out? I don't know. Okay. In a couple of weeks. <laughs> as I have stated. some things to plug, but I need to look at my calendar and my calendar's across the room. So I actually yeah. think this is, uh, I think we're at February 27th, the very end of February. Okay. I guess my, my things aren't coming up quite yet. Uh, I don't have anything really to plug. Check out my YouTube channel if you want. There, there's probably going to be something cool and new up there, hopefully. Uh, otherwise, you know, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, with the name TBD Podcast, all spelled out. And uh, you can also email us at tbdpodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, uh, check out the website. Check out our topics list at uh, tbdpodcast.com. And... Uh, I mean, I don't know. Thanks for listening. Thanks to all of our guests who have brought wonderful topics over the years, the two years. <laughs> um, can I just talk directly to the listeners right now? Yeah. Should I take my headphones off? Yeah. Okay. They're off. Listeners. Listeners. <laughs> they are actually off, guys. <laughs> listeners, thank you so much for the listening to us for the past two years or the past year or the past two episodes or the past year and a half. Flipping in every once in a while. Listeners, thank you for indulging Matt and I in our conversations that we have about the interests we have. So thank you. Matt, you can put your headphones back on. All right. They're back on. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> they're, they're staying off. Uh, make sure if you haven't already subscribed to us, please, that'd be great. You're already great listeners for listening, but you know, you could um, be even greater if you subscribed. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I've been Matt Aramanto. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt Emily for two whole years. Bye. Bye.